We have heard the age-old argument as to what came first, the chicken or the egg? The same question can apply in the context of plant life, did the tree or the fruit come first? This is not to delve into zoology or botany to make this argument, rather we who are not foolish and acknowledge that the true living God created all things, Psalms 14 1, Romans 1 20. The focus of this particular study is how all those who revolve their lives around Christ's axis, in the same way, the earth revolves around the sun, or the son of the Almighty God in this case. In the study article entitled Life's Most Important Question, From Which Tree Do You Eat From? It was established that the Lord Jesus Christ was the tree of life, Genesis 3:22. So when Jesus spoke about how one would be known by their fruit, Matthew 7:16, what kind of qualities was he referring to in this regard? Matthew 7:15-20 reads as follows. Greater than be on your guard against false prophets. They come to you looking like sheep on the outside, but on the inside they are really like wild wolves. You will know them by what they do. Thorn bushes do not bear grapes, and briars do not bear figs. A healthy tree bears good fruit, but a poor tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a poor tree cannot bear good fruit. And any tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown in the fire. So then, you will know the false prophets by what they do. What the Lord Jesus is speaking about over here is the fruit being representative of the word of those who claim to speak in God's name. Their character in terms of actions and words is being likened to a fruit which is another form of natural produce. Those who naturally love lies will thus also naturally be inclined to lie, John 8 44, for what is a fruit without its tree? It is also therefore that we ask, what is a slave without its master? The Lord Jesus has warned that one cannot, serve two masters and that you are either for God or a slave to the pleasures of this world, Matthew 6:24. Double-mindedness is not a characteristic of the kingdom for one must truly be for God James 1:8, Revelation 3:15. You must truly be rooted in Christ to produce the fruit that is of the requisite quality grade of God's righteous kingdom, Matthew 6:33. The next question we should ask is, what are these fruits that Christ speaks of? Is it some index of material growth or produce of doing things in his name and then establishing some objective metrics to measure that by? The Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians 2 8-9 that for it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not the result of your efforts, but God's gift, so that no one can boast about it. This means that this has nothing to do with our ideas and constructs in an attempt to bribe God so that we do our own will and then only give to God what is left over. Jesus makes it clear that they do only those who do as directed by Him on behalf of the Kingdom of God, will be acknowledged or known in heaven. Anything short of your very best to live according to what God wants of you is effectively fruitless and in vain. Instead, the fruits of the Spirit that Christ speaks about are found in Galatians 5:22-23, where it says, Greater than but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Love, as this the epitome of God is indeed love in all forms, 1 John 4:16. The love He has is why He sent His only begotten Son to give us hope, John 3:16. Through His love, we were made in His image and as compared to every other creation which He deemed were good, Genesis 1 26-27, our creation in this regard pleased Jesus Christ very much, Proverbs 8:31. Joy, in the Sermon on the Mount Jesus taught us what true joy is, where we are happy under the varying amount of circumstances in our life, Matthew 5 3-12. The kingdom of God requires us to be happy and welcome all kinds of animosity, persecution, etc. as a central point of doing God's will leads us to joy. Pleasing God rather than man under all circumstances no matter the consequences, Acts 5 29. Peace, 
The psalmist in Psalm 29:11 says the Lord gives strength to His people and blesses them with peace. Peace is at the very essence of who God is. Even among His chosen people, the greeting shalom means may you have peace. When you are connected to Christ, peace is something that God will give for He resides with and within us, Philippians 4 9. In times of trouble, we will have peace through our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ even if we do not know how we will get ourselves through it. We are granted peace in the expectation that God will work it all out for us even though we naturally should be stressing, Romans 8:28. Philippians 4 7 says and God's peace, which is far beyond human understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ Jesus. Forbearance, the ability to endure and withstand the rigors of the human condition that is prone to error, doubt, insecurity, physical ailments, and sin, while still having faith in God's plan for our salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ even up to our death Revelation 2 10. The Apostle Peter emphasized that God will bless us and make good on His promise, for even in undeserved suffering we are persevering by holding on to God's will, 2 Peter 2 19-20. We, therefore, keep walking with Christ and follow in His steps, which is why we need to make a habit of dying to ourselves daily and carry our cross like Christ, Matthew 16 24, 1 Peter 2 21. Kindness, a very distinct characteristic of being a follower of Christ is embodying the expectation of being kind to our enemies. For Christ said in Luke 6:27-31, "But I tell you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on one cheek, let him hit the other one too. If someone takes your coat, let him have your shirt as well. Give to everyone who asks you for something, and when someone takes what is yours, do not ask for it back. Do for others just what you want them to do for you. It is thus with that we must love those who hate us." we can't measure ourselves by those who only love when we are being loved. It is therefore as God's children that we do not act in kind, but react with kindness, Romans 12 21, in all situations treat people with mercy and not as they deserve for God is merciful, Luke 32-36, Matthew 5:45. Goodness, Psalm 34 8 says, Find out for yourself how good the Lord is. Happy are those who find safety with Him. And Psalm 31 19 says, how wonderful are the good things you keep for those who honor you. Everyone knows how good you are, how securely you protect those who trust you. The psalmist was proclaiming how good God was, all because he had a relationship with the true living God. God was pleased with all that he had created, Genesis 1 25 but after making man in his good and righteous image, Genesis 1 he then went from pleased to very pleased, Genesis 1 When we take up the mantle of Christ, we have tasted the goodness of God, 1 Peter 2 3, and in how we minister and testify to others of our God, we then give others the goodness of God when we tell them of the inevitable coming of His kingdom Matthew 24 14. Through doing God's will, that is when you will know what is good by doing what is pleasing to Him and perfect, Romans 12 2. The Apostle Paul best summated in personifying goodness when he said in Romans 15 14, My friends, I myself feel sure that you are full of goodness, that you have all knowledge, and that you are able to teach one another. Faithfulness understanding what Christ did when He denied Himself food and drink for forty days when He said human beings cannot live on bread alone, but need every word that God speaks. Dash, Matthew 4 4. Faith and righteousness is premised on this. We believe God because He is not a liar and will do what He said He will do, Numbers 23:19. Having God's Word is enough, for when He asks us to do what He says we must do, to receive what He has ordained, we are therefore emulating His faithful servant Abraham, James 2 21-23. We do not just believe in a God, we believe in God. We are deemed righteous by God when we believe God, James 2:23. for without faith in Him and the Lord Jesus Christ, it is impossible to please God, 
Hebrews 11:6. Gentleness, in emulating the Lamb in Jesus Christ, Revelation 5:6-10. We are gaining victory through meekness and humility, James 4:6, Proverbs 3:34. When Christ carried out God's plan for our salvation, he did it with absolute obedience. By submitting himself to God's perfect will because he loved us that much, Hebrews 10:5. Therefore we should embody humility of submitting to an all-knowing God who tells us how to walk upright and benefit ourselves, Job 37:16, Isaiah 48:17, Psalm 37, 11 says but the humble will possess the land and enjoy prosperity and peace. And therefore, it is important to always remember to never deviate from the plans of a righteous God, Psalm 7:11. Self-control, we serve a mighty God who will fight our battles for us, for all those that belong to Him, Genesis 12,3. Acts 13:19. Therefore we do not return bad actions or injustices by doing evil, Romans 12:21. we do not live for own pleasure, but we treat ourselves as a temple of God who delights in residing within us and us in Him, 1 John 2:15-17. It is therefore that we remain rooted in Christ, by remaining in Him we are therefore connected to God, John 10:30. We are to always be in unity with Christ, for the body of Christ is not divided and we all make up the different parts of the greater body 1 Corinthians 12:25, Romans 12:4-5. Jesus said in John 17:21-23, I pray that they may all be one. Father, may they be in us, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they be one, so that the world will believe that you sent me. I gave them the same glory you gave me, so that they may be one, just as you and I are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be completely one in order that the world may know that you sent me and that you love them as you love me. We cannot afford to be cut from the tree if we are to produce good fruit, Romans 11:17. We therefore should strive for righteousness through Christ and not our own observation of the law which will lead to vanity through self-righteousness, the ultimately our death. Greater than remain united to me, and I will remain united to you. A branch cannot bear fruit by itself, it can do so only if it remains in the vine. In the same way you cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me greater than. Greater than I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will bear much fruit, for you can do nothing without me. Greater than. Greater than dash the Lord Jesus Christ, John 15 4-5.